I just talked about Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury last week, and already plans seem to have changed. All right, let's talk about this. Here we go. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? Frankie D here, and I'm starting up the Frankie D Show. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. If there was a, you know, it's funny, now I'm taking like a little pause. In the in the past, it was, you might have not heard what I said in the beginning, which I guess is still very possible. I don't know what the delay is or anything. Now I'm saying you might have heard a pause in the beginning because now I purposely waited a few seconds before I started talking. So if there was a pause, sorry about that. Uh, that's more, I guess, for the um, the YouTube people. For those of you listening on the recorded uh, platforms, that'll probably just be edited out. So I guess that's good for you guys. All right, so uh, for everyone listening uh, to the Frankie D Show right now on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Give me that thumbs up, ding the bell, smash the subscribe button. Do what you got to do there. Uh, For those of you listening on any of the other platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, any of them, Podbean, make sure you subscribe to me on there. Keep listening. If you're listening on Apple, give me a... a, uh, Review there. And if you want to follow the Frankie D Show on social media, Instagram and Twitter is at the Frankie D Show. So like I always say, you just got to remember the Frankie D Show and you will be able to find me. Sound good, people? Cool. Woo! All right. This weekend in the uh, New York City, it's SantaCon. Anyone ever hear about that? It sounds like it's just a bunch of uh, people that go out and get plastered dressed as Santa Claus. I'm curious, like, what are the chicks dressed as? There has to be some very hot chicks at these things, but I'm thinking they're not dressed as Santa Claus, right? Are they? Do you think they're dressed as, like, Mrs. Claus, or do you think they're dressed as, like, sexy elves? Or I'm going to be, you know, I, I'd be very disappointed to hear if it was just, like, a bunch of hot chicks with a big belly suit on with a white beard. I I know that can't be the case. But I find that interesting. I think from what I heard, SantaCon last year, I think in New York City was canceled because of COVID. So I guess this is good for them, bringing it back, bringing some attention to the city. You know, it should bring a lot of tourists to the city, make it feel a little more normal, again, from what it's been the last few years. So, yeah. For anyone that didn't know, SantaCon is uh, this weekend in New York City. It was just kind of a random random thing. Just figured I'd bring it up for those of you people that didn't know about it before I get into uh, my actual topics. All right, so here we go. Some of my actual topics now. <laughs> All right, so the first thing I want to talk about today, as I mentioned when I just first started the show there, last week I talked about Jake Paul uh, versus Tommy Fury. I played the press conference. I said I was even late with the press conference. I said that, uh, I, you know, the press conference was weeks ago. I was supposed to talk about it. I guess I never did. But I was like, better late than never. Now, plans have changed. 
it appears Jake Paul will not be boxing Tommy Fury anymore. Now, what? Why is that? I have, I, I don't, I don't even know what to think about this. I'm very disappointed. Now, Tommy Fury saying he has a uh, a bacteria uh, infection. That's what I think I heard. We're gonna play a little clip by him. I haven't even uh, heard the clip yet, but we're gonna play the clip by him. Apparently, he gives an explanation there. Uh, Jake Paul thinks he's lying and he's scared. Whether you know that's a little kayfabe or he. He actually does think he's just wussying out. I don't know. But I'm very disappointed. I definitely did not want to see Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley again. Because now it's going to be Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley. They, you know, Apparently they contacted Tyron Woodley. Jake's team contacted their, uh, his team, I guess. They said, hey, would he want to do the fight? They said, of course. Now, I hope if Jake beats him again... We don't hear an excuse of, well, he didn't get as much training time. Because apparently, now I don't know if this is true, that he he expected to do uh, three fights for 2022. So he's already been training. See, that's the thing where if they would have picked another boxer, that or another person, what would you say another person, um, that hasn't been training, they might they might use that as an excuse. Well, we weren't training. It's like, well, isn't he? Aren't you? Isn't isn't he supposed to suck? Isn't that like why everyone goes against him? Oh, we could beat him. He's just a stupid YouTuber. Especially if they did pick another boxer, that'd be bad. It's like, well, aren't you supposed to be a pro boxer? I, I'm really curious why. Well, I shouldn't say I'm curious. Cause apparently, it was from uh, an illness. I'm. I guess I'm curious if that's the truth or not. I don't know. I mean. I guess I have no reason to not believe it. It just seems like, I don't know, it's so close. But then again, it's, well, I guess it's uh, it's kind of far away, but not that, well, it's only a couple weeks now, right? Week and a, I think it's December 18th. I guess that's not far away. And I, you know, I guess he doesn't want to lose and then use that as an excuse. Well, I was sick, blah, 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 I didn't get to train as much. I don't know. But then again, I I guess it depends how hard Tyron Woodley has been training too because Tyron Woodley, even though he's been training, he hasn't been training specifically for Jake Paul. I don't know. I don't want to see um, Tyron Woodley though again, really. In ways I wish they were just like, well, I guess it's just is a loss. We'll just wait for him to feel better or something and postpone it. Because, like, I, that's what I kind of like about these Jake Paul fights. He just kind of goes from one opponent to the next to the next. Now we get a rematch of someone he already beat. It's not like the guy... If the guy beat him, it's like, all right. Well, he needs some redemption now. He doesn't need redemption. He already beat the guy. I don't know. Gotta wonder if Tyron Woodley was scared. Like Jake said, that'd be... That would actually be hilarious if he was scared. He was like, all right... Now I got some media attention. Maybe I could like make a podcast or something. I don't actually want to fight this guy. Fuck that. I have no clue. I I was even um. There was a piece of a uh, Pat McAfee's show that I did watch. I only watched I don't know, ten minutes of it, maybe five ten. I don't know. Because uh, Jake Paul was on there, and I did want to hear him talk about uh, the fight. Honestly, at that time, I don't even... 
know if I knew Tommy Fury had dropped out. Yeah, I think that might have been where I saw that. Uh, that I saw that her first heard that Tyron Woodley was taking Tommy Fury's place. So I'm, you know, I'm watching, and Jake is saying that, uh, you know, he's he's lied about other things and stuff. So, you know, I'm like, I don't know. Is this guy just lying to us? Is he actually sick? Did he just use this even though he's losing the bag? Like, really, he could have gotten knocked out, still made the money. I guess maybe he doesn't want to embarrass the, you know, if he is scared, he wouldn't want to embarrass uh, the family legacy. So he's like, well, I got the publicity. Now I can make a podcast or something. I, I guess this is the way we know. If he's being serious, if he's uh, scared or not, if he take, you know, if they end up boxing in the future now, because if he's like, if Jake throws another opportunity at him, and Tommy Fury turns it down, it's like, okay, maybe he was actually scared, maybe he wasn't sick. Beats the hell out of me. I guess for now, I guess we kind of gotta have to believe him, but only time will tell. All right, let's see uh, Tommy Fury explain why um, he pulled out of the fight. And this isn't shows proof, so I guess maybe, I guess he really does have an illness. I've gone any better for me for the first week, two the weeks. Hell? But then I contracted a bacterial chest infection, which led me go to the gym and just not being able to breathe. You know, I was in my sparring sessions, pad work sessions, whatever it may be. Just not being able to breathe and coughing up huge amounts of phlegm all the time led me to sleepless nights. And that went on for about four weeks because I had the mindset of, I'm going to keep training, I'm going to get through this, I'm going to have the fight no matter what. And four weeks passed and we decided to have a sparring session. And I took a little clip to the body and because my body was so weak due to the virus inside of me, I instantly knew something wasn't right. I was throwing up from the pain, I was doubled over. I literally got my bag and went straight to the hospital, straight for an MRI scan. And I got the results back the same day and the results uncovered that I had a clean break in my rib. I'm going to insert the picture here so you can see for yourself. Alright, so this doesn't show proof. So there is a picture here of a broken rib. However, do we know it's his rib? I, I don't... There, there's no way for me to know if that's actually his rib or not. And I had multiple fractures. I still, you know, for the following week thought, do you know what, you'll be fine. I can fight. And then it really, you know, it took down, it took the doctor and my whole team to really say, listen, you've got... A broken rib and multiple fractures here. Like, you can't fight. Alright. So, that was his uh, explanation, I guess. Now we're going to see what Jake Paul had said when Tommy Fury uh, dropped out. <clears throat> There's... It is official. Ah. Tommy Fury is boxing's biggest bitch. He has pulled out of the fight. The Furies have pulled out of the fight due to a medical condition. Uh, who knows what the fuck is going on in that camp? I think he has a bad case of prositis. I couldn't believe the news at first. Does It still doesn't even seem real. Uh, he fumbled the biggest bag of his life. Now he will be watching at home, paying me $60 instead of getting paid millions of dollars to fight me. Uh, I fought with a broken nose. I fought sick. Get the fuck over it. This is boxing. Uh, it's official. He, he was scared. I think the pressure got to him. The shit talk got to him. That's the bad news, guys. The good news is, is that Mr. Tyron Woodley, we called him up. We were like, hey, you want to take the fight? He has been training. He's going, sure, I'll take the fight. Let's do the rematch. Run it back. I'm giving him $500,000 extra if he can knock me out. 
Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley too. Leave no doubt. I didn't knock him out the first time. I'm coming back and I'm getting that crazy W, the crazy highlight real knockout. December 18th, the show must go on. I'll see you guys there. It is official time. All right, so uh, that's what Jake Paul had to say about it. Um, <clears throat> I do hope he gets that that knockout, I guess, because I just want to keep seeing this guy win and piss people off. Whether he will or not, who the fuck? Who the fuck? Who the fuck knows? But um, yeah, I don't know. Let's see what this article has to say about Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley. Jake Paul's next opponent will also be his former opponent. Ugh. Paul, the YouTube star turned prize fighter, will now fight former UFC champion Tyron Woodley in a boxing rematch December 18th in Tampa, Florida. It was announced Monday. Tommy Fury, Paul's scheduled opponent, withdrew from. Uh, the bout due to a severe chest infection and broken rib. Fury's team said in a statement, how do you, did the broken rib cause the chest infection or did the chest infection cause the broken rib? I really couldn't understand what Tommy Fury was saying in that video. I got to be honest with you. It was kind of edited up there. So, I don't know. The show must go on. Paul told ESPN, I have a responsibility to the fans who bought tickets and who want to see me fight this year. I have a responsibility to the fighters on the undercard who are counting on this payday. I was like, give me anybody. Let's make it happen. Tyron Woodley just so happened to step up to the plate. All right, we kind of already know that. Um, We'll just go to the end here. Paul is a former, is 4-0 as a pro boxer with a knockout wins over YouTuber. I have... No clue who this is, but I do know it was his first opponent. And Essen Give, I, I definitely did not say that right. Um, NBA veteran Nate Robinson and Olympic wrestler and MMA champion Ben Askren. Woodley is the only opponent he failed to stop, and Woodley actually rocked Paul during the bout in August. The goal is going uh, to be to knock him out, Paul said. After that, I will be able to say I have knocked out every single person that I've fought. Uh, Amanda Serrano, probably said that wrong, ESPN's number three ranked uh, female boxer in the world, will continue to fight in the co-main event against Miriam. Uh, Oh my God, they're getting me with these names. Gut terror. You know what? You guys can look it up. (laughs) A fight between NBA veteran uh, Darren Williams. Uh, So now we got an NBA guy. And accomplished NFL running back Frank Gore will take place on the undercard. All right, so we got some uh, some other athletes coming in NBA and NFL. Well, that's interesting. I definitely won't be buying this one. I didn't buy the last one. I just watched it on uh, YouTube after. But I don't give two shits about the second one, especially for the fact that Jake Paul already beat him in the first one. The fuck do I care? I don't know. I know I keep saying I don't know. I really don't. I I wish they'd pick another opponent. But then there'd be probably some sort of excuse because the other opponent didn't get enough time to train. So if uh, Jake does win or knock out this guy or whatever, there better be no excuses. There better never, ever. I don't even want to hear a number three come out of Tyron Woodley's mouth. No, there better be no talk about it. None whatsoever. I'd rather see Jake Paul box anyone at that point after. 
All right. Um, Mr. A said, find a real boxer. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tommy Fury is a real boxer, Mr. A. Um, I didn't watch the first one. I'm most likely not going to watch the second one either. Yeah, me too. And Mr. A said, how do you... Uh, you, f- you forgot the word half. How do you have a pro record when he's fighting non-boxers? Get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, I don't know how that works out. The pro boxing record, I think, goes with... Um, I really don't know. <laughs> Are they under an organiz- a pro boxing organization? I really have no clue. And what's up, TGY TV, Tim Gilvey? Yeah, I don't really know if they're fighting... I know they're fighting for Showtime boxing, right? They're bot. So, if um that's just considered pro boxing, then I guess that's how you have a pro record. Beats the hell out of me though. All right, I'm going on to uh my next subject. And I I brought this guy up a little, you know, just a few minutes ago. Uh Pat McAfee he used to be a punter in the NFL, I believe for the Colts. Uh, since then, he's had a podcast with Barstool Sports, which, you know, it's funny. I didn't really know about Barstool Sports when he had the podcast on there. And when I was like familiar with the name of Barstool, but since I knew it was like sports-related, like I'm not a big sports guy, so I was like, yeah, fuck that company. Now that I'm more aware of them, they've grown, I've seen what they're doing. Innovative company, I'm I'm curious to an extent, probably not actually, because what I'm about to tell you in this topic, you'll be like, oh no, he wouldn't regret it. Um, I, in ways, I wonder if he'd regret leaving Barstool, because Barstool has seemed to build some huge names, even ones not related to sports, like the Call Her Daddy Chicks, and you know, the one Call Her Daddy Chick got that $60 million a year deal with Spotify for her podcast. However... Well, I'm about to tell you with uh, Pat McAfee. Not 60 mil, but he's going to be making a lot more money now. So, uh, Pat McAfee got a big deal with FanDuel Sports. Apparently, it's going to be $30 million a year. So, good for that guy. So, after um, after his deal or whatever with Barstool Sports. You see, I'm, a, I'm not a Pat McAfee fan. Uh, I'm not a sports fan, really. I think he has a sports show. I don't really find him entertaining. I guess he's got a big audience, but probably from a bunch of sports people. But I am a radio fan, so I like to keep up with what's going on in the radio world. And after he did his podcast at Barstool, I don't know how really successful it was at Barstool. If he ever made the top 200 on Apple Podcasts or anything, I really don't know how successful he was at Barstool. I, I don't know if he was up to par with, like, some of the other podcasts they have there, if he was bigger than them, whatever. But after he left Barstool, he got a radio show with Westwood One. So for those of you that don't know what Westwood One is, it's a syndication company uh, owned by Cumulus Media. So Cumulus owns a bunch of radio stations. And what Westwood is, I guess they didn't put him on, like, a particular station. It's not like when Howard Stern was on K-Rock, 92.3 K-Rock, and Howard got syndicated to other stations. It looks like Pat McAfee just had his own studio, and Westwood shot him out to a bunch of different radio stations. I'm guessing all Cumulus owned. 
So he didn't have like a home base station from what it seems. He was just shot out to a bunch of uh, radio stations. And that's where, to me, that's where I actually kind of knew about him. Because I don't think I ever saw anything of him from Barstool. But when he got this live radio show, and it was on terrestrial radio too. And it's not like it was that long ago, just a few years ago. Um, he started. They started live streaming on YouTube, and I was like, who the hell is this guy? And they were putting the show out as a podcast, so now he's being put out for free, and um, he's on live radio, and people are calling in. You, it, I took a look after to see how his podcast was with Barstool. There's like episodes on YouTube and stuff. It seems like he liked doing the live radio show more than doing a podcast at Barstool. Live ra- and you know, live radio is fun, so I you know I don't blame him, and I don't doubt that that's you know there he even though he had a team with Barstool also, so I can't even say he didn't have a team there, but you know he's got his team, they're live, there's high energy, but then you know he's also getting very popular on YouTube because they're live streaming that. Then after. Uh, then after Westwood one, I, I guess they don't resign with them. I don't know if it was a money thing, if it was a content thing, but he did say he enjoyed his time with Westwood one. Then I, maybe they were going to just try to continue doing the show as a YouTube live show and then just put it out as a podcast, but they ended up making a deal with Sirius XM. So he's been on Sirius XM for, I don't even know if it's been a year, maybe, maybe two. And the show's actually, I think, the same. Like, he's still it's still live-streamed on YouTube, even though he's on Sirius XM, which is a, uh, you know, a subscription-based platform. And there's still the podcast going out, because I see his name in the top 200 all the time, on, you know, on Apple Podcasts. So he is clearly um, successful. In this world. That's where I think, you know, a lot of... I've actually realized, not just from Pat McAfee, other radio shows, these podcasts work well as on-demand rather than people just trying to do an on-demand show. I don't know why more radio stations aren't trying that out, but they're clearly making money from it. But anyway, now we're getting to uh, Pat McAfee's massive news. Well, actually, I already said he's making, he's getting the $30 million, But I'm telling you now where he's getting it from. Uh, apparently, a FanDuel, company FanDuel, I get, I, they're a sports betting company, I believe. They're going to be paying him $30 million a year. Now, why, I really don't know. I got to be honest with you. And I'm not even going to, like, trash the guy and be like, well, because his content sucks. Like, why the fuck would they give him all that money? The reason why is apparently they were already a sponsor for him. So why did they, why are they just going to start paying him more? Like, was Pat McAfee going to drop them as a sponsor? And they were like, wait, 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 wait. Please let us stay on as a sponsor. We will give you $30 million a year. I, I don't really understand where this $30 mil is coming from. I mean, good for Pat McAfee, but, uh, you know, I just don't uh, understand it at all. Y- you know, it, when he when I first saw the $30 mil, million dollars a year from FanDuel, I thought, oh, maybe the show won't be on, like, YouTube or Sirius or I, I don't know. But it looks like from what I was reading and I saw he put a video up about it, it looks like... 
the show is going to stay the same. So I think that means FanDuel is just staying a sponsor and they're just paying them more money. Now, again, I you know I don't know uh, any of the semantics on this. There could be a very logical reason why, and one of them could be maybe he was going to drop them as a sponsor. I really have no clue. But uh, we got a, an article here. We'll see what it says. Let's see. <clears throat> in what might be the richest talent deal in sports media history, FanDuel has reportedly signed a contract with the Pat McAfee show worth in the vicinity of $30 million annually. McAfee, whose show already had a sponsorship deal with FanDuel, confirmed in a YouTube video his show has re-upped with FanDuel for an absurd amount of money on a four-year deal with an opt-out after three years. NFL insider Ian Rappaport uh, was first with the news that an extension had been reached and NBA insider Shams uh, Charania followed up with the annual compensation. It's unclear how much of that $30 million will be base uh, pay and as opposed to potential enticements for affiliate referrals. Furthermore, the deal likely includes the pay for McAfee's co-host AJ Hawk and his crew of producers and other and others, I guess. Um, nevertheless, McAfee is the main driver and this is an enormous pay package that will inevitably have ripple effects across the industry. I wonder what he means by that. You think FanDuel or other companies is going to start doing these huge sponsorship deals? Is that what it's saying? As sports gambling implementation continues its slow crawl toward activation in New York, there has been a gold rush across America. Everywhere inside and outside of sports, there is marketing for sports books such as FanDuel, DraftKings, PointsBet, BetMGM, WinBet, BetRivers, Caesars, and others. McAfee, as an edgy and relatable personality, has proven to be effective at referring bettors to FanDuel. That is why FanDuel was so keen to back up the Brinks truck to retain McAfee as gambling moves into higher populated states such as New York and perhaps eventually Texas and California. So with them paying more money, does that mean there's going to be like a bunch more commercials now for FanDuel and a bunch more reads for FanDuel? Like I can't imagine that they're going to keep the same exact sponsorship deal and just pay them a bunch more money. Other notable gambling deals involving sports Sports media talent include Penn National uh, Gaming buying Barstool Sports from the Churning Group and DraftKings doing a deal with Meadowlark Media's the Dan uh, the Dan Lay Batard show with Stugatz. Who the hell is that? What kind of names are those? Jeez. Uh, which was reportedly worth $50 million over three years. All right, so my guess is on on the radio show and stuff, there's going to be a bunch more commercials now for FanDuel, and there's going to be a bunch more reads for FanDuels, and there's just going to be a lot more talk about FanDuel. I, I can't imagine... I, there's only two reasons why I think they'd pay him that much money. One is from what I just said, or two, McAfee was thinking about dropping them. So, I feel like 
you know, I'm not a big sports person, but I know a lot of people are. So a lot of people probably know who Pat McAfee is and probably heard of this deal. And for those of you that aren't, maybe you're like an entertainment or broadcasting fan and you found that interesting. I just found that interesting because, like I said, I'm a radio fan. He's a radio host, but not a sports fan. But So hopefully I uh, caught some attention with that from one of the sides, either the sports fans or the uh, broadcasting fans. All right, I'll read some comments real quick, and then I'm going to take a quick trivia break. All right, Mr. A said that's more than he made playing football. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) I have no clue how much he he made playing football. Like I said, I'm not a sports fan. I wonder what he's better at, though, and what he was better at, football or or, uh, being a radio host, because in all honesty, I watch. I mean, you know, a, a sports radio isn't my thing, but from what I heard, he's not supposed to have, like, a stereotypical sports radio show. So, you know, like, it was supposed to kind of be, like, an entertainment show, and I'm watching it, you know, on YouTube. And, I don't know, maybe it's more entertaining on the radio. Like, maybe if you put the radio station on that he was on, uh, or on Sirius, maybe, you know, it's more entertaining that way. But when he's just came on my recommended or something on uh, YouTube, and I'm like, let's see what this guy's talking about. I'm never like, wow, this guy's really entertaining. Let's see what else we got here. TGY TV Tim Gilby said he must have been there, almost in the top 20. Inside joke there. Uh, TGY TV Tim Govey said, I enjoy him on WWE commentary. Yeah, I was actually going to bring that up. Uh, you know, I wonder if he's still going to be... He, he is in WWE. He's a commentator in WWE, Pat McAfee. And I'm curious if he's still going to be on there. Like, I wonder if FanDuel is like, no, nah, like, you can't do that anymore. Like, even though that could be another outlet where he could bring up FanDuel. But actually, WWE, do they have it? They might have a deal with like DraftKings or something. I, I, I'm not too sure about that. But um, they might be like, no, we want... I think I heard Pat McAfee said like they might be touring now. They might do like a, a radio or podcast tour, whatever the hell, a show tour. And they might be like, no, we want you touring. We want you out like... Like you're basically going to be our bitch now if we're paying you $30 million. Like you can't be traveling with WWE or anything. But who knows? If, I mean, if he had the deal first with WWE, I'm sure he can't just get out of that deal. Um, Mr. A said, Pat was on the Bob and Tom a bunch. Guess that's a radio show. And TGY TV Tim Gilby said, does he even know, does he even pork roll, bro? Probably not. But who knows? Okay. I'm going to uh, take my trivia break now. Then I'll be back with another topic. Sound good, people? Cool. All right, let's see. This should work. All right, trivia break. So I've got five different questions for five different categories. I'll start this off by reading off each category. Then I'll read each trivia question twice. After I go through all the trivia questions twice, I will then go through the answers. If you get any of the questions correct, Here's a special congratulations from me, Frankie D. And if you get any of the trivia questions incorrect, then who really gives a crap? We're not playing for prizes. And the categories are science, military, political drama, 
Netflix, and Geography. Alright, so the first question, the category is Science. What is the center of of an atom called? Again, what is the center of an atom called? Okie dokes, next question, the category is Military. What do the initials S, A, and M stand for in a SAM missile? Again, what do the initials S, A, and M stand for in a SAM missile? Obviously, the M is for missile, but what do the S and A stand for? It'd be funny if some of you people didn't even know that the M stood for missile, and I just gave you a letter. Okay, next uh, question. The category is political drama. What was the name of Bill Clinton's secretary who became popular during the Monica Lewinsky scandal? Again, what was the name of Bill Clinton's secretary who became popular during the Monica Lewinsky scandal? And a hint, it was not Monica Lewinsky. Next question, the category is Netflix. What brothers created the hit Netflix show, Stranger Things? Again, what brothers created the hit Netflix show, Stranger Things? And the last question, the category is Geography. What U.S. state is home to the world's largest naval base? Again, what U.S. state is home to the world's largest naval base? Okay, let's go through these answers now. First question, the category was science. What is the center of an atom called? The answer is nucleus. Uh, The next question, the category was military. What do the initials S, A, and M stand for in a SAM missile? Obviously, like I said, the M is for missile, but what do the S and A stand for? And the answer is surface-to-air missile. The next question, the category was political drama. What was the name of Bill Clinton's secretary who became popular during the Monica Lewinsky scandal? And the answer is Betty Curry. The next question, the category was Netflix. What brothers created the hit Netflix show Stranger Things? The answer is the Duffer Brothers. And the last question, the category was Geography. What U.S. state is home to the world's largest naval base? And the answer to that is Virginia. Alright, those are all the questions for this week. I feel like I ran through them a little faster than usual, but whatever. That is it. I hope you guys enjoyed. Again, I've been saying this the last few weeks. I've gotten some ideas, but um, like I say, if you want me to do another kind of break instead of a trivia break or you want me to do some specific trivia questions or something i don't know something to do while i'm peeing just let me know send something over hit me up put a chat in there i don't know okay until then it is time to get back to the show what's up everyone i am back didn't take a pee though i was like you know what we're gonna hold this one today don't know why but we are Okay, so, only got one more topic left, and then I said I'd uh, keep calling Whitney Cummings, probably till January. In January, I'll try to find someone else or something. 
So the next thing I want to talk about, I, I talked about this a while ago, but I guess there's more information on it now. So I figure, you know, we'll bring it back up. A recurring topic. I talked about how A&E, the channel, the television channel, was going to make a documentary on Hugh Hefner. I don't even think necessarily on Playboy. I think literally about Hugh Hefner. So uh, clearly it's like, all right, he, this guy is just going to get trashed in this thing. Like people, even though for many years I feel people had like kind of, you know, they kind of like looked at this guy as like a hero and stuff. And when he died, a lot of people were very sad about it and stuff. They were like, oh my God, we lost, we lost our God. Like, ah, we, we lost freaking Hugh Hefner, you know? And then after that, I don't know when exactly people are like, no, this guy's a, this guy's a piece of trash. Now, obviously throughout time, the guy was known as, you know, a misogynist and stuff. Like, it's not like that came after he died. He was always known as that. But I, I guess people kind of just got used to the way he was and like, oh, well, that that's Hugh. So I, I uh, guess the, the, they're almost done with the documentary. Or I Maybe they are done, but it ha- it's not out on TV yet. It looks like it comes out January 24th for those of you that want to watch it. And I, But I see that... um. Another cl- uh, clip of it came out, so I figure we will talk about it. Apparently, Hugh Hefner was not a fan when Holly Madison cut her hair short. I guess he liked those blondes with the long blonde hair. It's funny, too, because before she cut her hair, he probably couldn't tell her apart from any of the other chicks. All you know, They all had long blonde hair, big boobs. He probably couldn't even tell her apart. He, he was probably you know just upset that now he could tell someone apart. He's like, oh, great. But, um, let's see. Let's see what we got here. So this says, Holly Madison claims Hugh Hefner screamed at her for cutting her hair short, and he said it made her look old, hard, and cheap. Well, I mean, that's the pot calling the kettle black. If Hugh Hefner's old, and hard, old, hard, and cheap, that literally... I don't know if he's cheap, but the guy was definitely... I feel like that guy was old forever. Like, was that guy ever young? But, you know, that guy, you know... he And he was definitely a lot older than her. So, you know... He was old, and he's calling her old. And then that guy was hard 24-7. And he's calling her hard? Old, hard, and cheap. I don't know if he was cheap. I wouldn't doubt he was. Um, In teaser for Playboy docuseries. Alright, so it is a Playboy docuseries. Um, Holly Madison has revealed that Hugh Hefner screamed at her for cutting her hair short during her time at the Playboy Mansion. Clearly, the guy, you know, just has a type. He does not like, uh, to divert from his type. The 41-year-old who dated the late magazine publisher from 2001 until their split in 2008 made the claims in a teaser clip for the upcoming A&E docuseries, Secrets of Playboy. Can we really say they dated... I mean, she might have... Even if she says they dated, can we really say they dated? The guy had, like, six girlfriends at one time. Even if she was the main girlfriend. Come on, did he really look at any of them as a legit girlfriend? He was just a possessive guy. She alleged that Hef, who died in 2017 at the age of 91, told her that the haircut made her look old, hard, and cheap. Bummer. I'm looking at a picture of her here with the short hair. She looks pretty fucking hot with the short hair. She looks hot with the short hair and long hair. So I don't know what he's complaining about. Maybe he should have been happy, honestly. It, you know, changes things up. Now he's got some short-haired women and some long-haired women. 
The mother of two opened the teaser clip, which dropped on the network's YouTube page, explaining the alleged incident. The blonde beauty moved into the Playboy Mansion in August 2001 and became Hef's number one girlfriend soon after. Well, isn't that an accomplishment? In October 2008, Holly revealed that they had split five months after Hef said in an interview he doesn't see himself marrying Holly because he didn't want he didn't have much luck with marriages. She really wanted to marry this guy, especially with all the shit she talks about him now. She really wanted to marry this guy. I mean, you're a hot young woman, and you want to marry this fucking grandpa? I, you know, the only reason you do that is when you do it for, you know, the money. You don't have to do it for the fame, even. You know, like, she doesn't have to do it for the fame. She was already famous. I don't know how much money she was making. I, you know, some people in Playboy, they made tons. From what she was saying, from what I, you know, read in the past, he was giving them an allowance. It doesn't sound like they were making too much. But, you know, she she already had the fame. She didn't need to be to stay with him. She didn't need to be married to him. It definitely sounds like she has some harsh feelings towards him now. So you, you really wanted to marry Hef? Holly said, I got to a point uh, not too far into my time there. I think I was only six months in where I kind of broke under that pressure and being made to feel like I needed to look exactly like everybody else. Well, it does sound like that's what he wanted. She continued. Well, you know, I'm curious too. Did he, I guess Keaton never told people that they wanted the money. They wanted money and fame, right? So they were just like, all right, we better dye our hair blonde and get big boobs and stuff. Because if she cut her hair, it sounds like she didn't expect well, maybe she expected, but it sounds like there was no actual rule. We are not allowed to cut her hair, and that's why she did it. So I'm, I, I'm thinking, you know, the, these chicks were like, all right, this is, this is our way in for money and fame. Uh, she continued, my hair was really long naturally, and I was like, I'm going to go chop my hair off so I can at least look a little different. Holly claims that Hef's reaction was not positive at all, I came back with short hair and he flipped out on me and was screaming at me and said it made me look old, hard, and cheap. Damn. Alright, so that's kind of repeating itself. There's a uh, short... Well, we'll see. Yeah, there's like a shortish video here. We'll play that. See what she has to say. Let's see. There's probably going to be a stupid... Yep. Knew it. Stupid ad. Let's see. I think we can play it now. Skip that crap. To a point not too far into my time there, I think I was only like six months in where I kind of broke under that pressure and being made to feel like I needed to look exactly like everybody else. My hair was really long naturally, and I was just like, I'm going to go chop my hair off so I can at least look a little different. She's looking pretty good these days. She really doesn't, you know, look different whatsoever. At all. I mean, she's probably had a bunch of surgery that's made her just kind of look, staying look the same, but she, she's looking good. I came back with short hair and he flipped out on me and he was screaming at me and said it made me look old. I can't picture Hugh Hefner screaming. He, you know, he always seemed like a calm guy in his robe. Yeah, too too bad, like, the, the cell phones and stuff weren't bigger back then, even though they were on reality television, right? Like, I would have liked to seen uh, him screaming 
at her just to see what it looks like. Hef yelling. I feel like I've barely even heard that guy talk. I'm sure, though, he wouldn't have wanted that on television, even though it would have brought them a lot, you know, big ratings. Hard and cheap. I remember when she cut her hair. He was very unhappy about it. Yep, his world. Half would be pretty abrasive. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Who is this guy? I don't even know who this guy is. John, ah, stupid video. Oh, geez. It goes to another freaking video. I just want to see who that freaking guy was. Hold on. I'm going to bring that video back. You know, they're putting random people in these videos. I'm like, is this like a famous person? I have no clue who this is. (laughs) The freaking video disappeared. Um, Let's see. I wonder if a stupid ad's going to come up again. That's going to be annoying. Let's see. Fun of doing a live show. Come on. Come on. And of course, a stupid ad came up again. It's only 30 seconds, so. And let's go back to where we were now. Remember when uh, she cut her hair? Right he on the was dot. Very unhappy about it. Yeah. Jonathan Baker, Hefner's friend. Was he like big on the show or something? I have no clue who she is. Said things to Holly. She came down with red lipstick one time and he like flipped out and said he hated red lipstick on girls. Didn't need to take it off right away. What's wrong with red lipstick on girls? Man, this guy, he was, I didn't realize how picky he was. I just thought he liked naked chicks. I didn't realize he had all these uh, specifications for them. Even though other people could wear red lipstick and it didn't seem to bother him. Oh, so it was only on her. All right, so he had different images for each chick. That's why red lipstick and short hair not cannot be part of... Okay. Yeah, man, he is way pickier than I thought. It was very frustrating to live with every day, all of the drama that was... This is Bridget Marquette. She is another one of those uh, Playboy chicks that was on uh, the reality TV shows. Her, uh, Holly, and Kendra Wilkinson going on and the tensions i could definitely see that she was getting depressed and yeah they definitely have a depressed picture of her here she looks very upset and i mean you know by the way she makes it sound she doesn't sound like she was happy there it is crazy that she didn't leave earlier i know she probably just felt like she had no other way she's like well what am i gonna do if i leave but she doesn't look happy and she's not sounding happy sad and her demeanor was starting to change I remember there were times, probably within the first couple years I lived there, when I felt like I was just in this cycle of gross things, and I didn't know what to do. I would have to say, you, but wouldn't you expect if you're going to live in the Playboy Mansion, you would, ha- you probably would expect to have gross things there, gross things happening. I, I mean, I don't know, did it seem like a utopia? I maybe just because I'm younger than her and just knowing what I, you know, I've known after the fact it's like, I never would have pictured that place seeming like a utopia. It always seems like it would be a place that crazy shit was happening. Secrets of Playboy premieres Monday, January 24th. All right. So that's the video. 
Um, so yeah, she, she doesn't seem happy. It didn't make her career though. I mean, it, she has a YouTube channel. I don't know if that's how she's making her living, but, uh, she is famous. She has a YouTube channel. I don't know really what else she's done. So it, it didn't make her career. I'm, I wonder how much she is worth. How much the internet says she's worth at least. Let's see. Holly Madison net worth. It says that she is worth six if this is true at sixteen million dollars. Man, that craziness really did give her uh, a lot of money if that's true. I wonder if it's in the ballpark or if it's a lot lower or a lot higher. If it is that, or, you know, around that, I wonder if she is like, you know what, it was crazy, it sucked, but I am glad I did it because I'm living comfortably now. I've got a family I love now. Like, it, it just is what it is. I, you know, I would like to ask her. Holly, you're welcome on the show. All right, let's see what uh, we got going on here in the chat. See what people had to say about Holly Madison. Holy, he meant Holly. T-G-Y-T-V, Tim Gilby. Holly was gorgeous. I wasn't a fan of Kendra. I had no problem with any of the uh, big boobed blonde naked chicks. But, hey, that's just me. Jeez, we got another freaking half being picky in the chat here. My God. Um, <clears throat> T-G-Y-T-V, Tim Gilby says she has a live show in Vegas. She's make. She makes a killing there. I, I didn't know she still had that. I thought that ended. I wasn't aware of that. Okay. Well, before I end the show, I'm going to make a call to um, Whitney Cummings. Sorry, I just got a text. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make a call to Whitney Cummings. Now, if I mention Holly Madison... Well, I'm going to mention Holly Madison. I... If she has Holly Mad, if Whitney Cummings has Holly Madison on her show in the near future, we know why she had Holly Madison on the show. Then she'd be like, "Wow, he just put Holly Madison in my mind. I think we need to uh, get her on the show." Okay, my phone looks all ready to go. Calling Holly Madison, not Holly Madison, calling Whitney Cummings. Come on. Hey, everyone. I was you prepared, huh? Usually Cummings it's really loud. On the Good For You ah. podcast hotline, leave a message or a question or a statement or a tidbit or a little okay, we get adorable it. sentence. Shut up. I don't know, and I'm going to play it on the podcast. Yo, what's up, Whitney? It's Frankie D again. Uh, well, we're near the holiday. You know, we're near Christmas now. I'm hoping you get some pork roll for Christmas again. It's not Taylor Ham. Even if you get Taylor, Taylor's a good brand, but don't be calling it Taylor Ham. It will say Ham nowhere on the box. It will say Taylor Pork Roll, okay? Anyway, so what's going on? Did you see uh, Jake Paul? He's... Fighting boxing Tyron Woodley guy. I don't even care about that. Let's just move on. You see Pat McAfee? He got a $30 million deal with 
uh, FanDuel to keep doing his radio show. They're just a sponsor. They're going to be paying him $30 million. What the hell, Whitney? To do a radio show slash YouTube show slash podcast? What is with these deals these days? I don't know. You see Holly Madison also. she They're making this documentary about Hugh Hefner. Or I guess Playboy. They're making this documentary about Playboy. Holly Madison, she is not sounding like, you know, too happy. It sounds like she's actually kind of scarred from her experience. Apparently, Hef screamed at her when she cut her hair short. I didn't realize he was that picky. I just thought he liked naked chicks. But clearly, he was very picky. I just thought you should uh, know that, you know. I know you're busy. You can't always get to uh, what's going on. So here I am telling you the good news. Okay. Well, I'm going to go now. So have a good day and call it pork roll, not Taylor Ham. All right. Peace out, Wendy. Okie dokes. That is my call to Whitney Cummings this week. All right. That is uh, it for the show today. Had some interaction there in the chat. Love seeing you guys come by. Alright, so for those of you that are listening on YouTube right now, make sure you are subscribed to the Frankie D Show on YouTube and make sure you hit that thumbs up, give me a like, ding the bell, do what you gotta do. And for everyone listening on Apple Podcasts or uh, Podbean or Spotify or Amazon or I need to put a few more in there. I, I, I've been saying that. Make sure you subscribe to me there and keep listening. And uh, if you want to follow the Frankie D show on social media, it is at the Frankie D show on Instagram and Twitter. So all you, all you got to do is remember the Frankie D show and you will be able to find me. Okay, so that is it for this week. I will be doing a show next week. I think the week after. I will not be, though, yeah. Because it's Christmas Eve, so I don't think I will be doing one that day. I guess you could stay subscribed to me just in case I do one, but most likely that will be a week without a show. Christmas break. But I will be giving some thoughts on uh, Christmas next week for sure. All right. I thank everyone for listening, and I am going to go now. All right. Peace.